The views and opinions expressed in the following podcast reflect those of the speaker and do not reflect positions of any agency or business. It's all blown out of proportion, try hard, mindless blabbery. These purposely exaggerated opinions are posted for entertainment purposes only. Get it? Got it? Good. And now, from the fortified bunker in his single-family dwelling in the city of Bridges, YXE, for the There I Just Said That podcast, here's Greca. Did you see the Jan Arden show they announced at the Bez? Isn't that awesome? It's Gregor there. I just said that. The podcast. Thanks for the tune in here. They're calling it Arden in the Garden, which I have to admit, that's great. I just kind of, from a curiosity standpoint, I wonder, like, did they come up with that after or did they go with her because it fits so well, like from a marketing standpoint? Do you know what I mean? It kind of makes me look forward to future shows there in a, in a similar vein. James Harden in the garden, uh, <laughs> right? The basketballer. I don't know what he would do for a show, but again, the name fits. Uh, Christopher Darden in the garden. <laughs> oh, my God. Why am I cracking myself up like this? I'm dating myself, though, referencing the OJ trial. Does anyone even listening know who Christopher Darden is? Do you remember him? He was like friends with Marsha Clark there on the, the prosecution team. Here's the thing. I remember getting like deep into that trial. In fact, the morning of the verdict, I convinced my folks, I don't know how I did this, to let me stay home and watch because <laughs> I had watched so much. And I think they were like, they were going to let us watch in school even, or they, they were going to wheel in some TVs, you know, like they used to. But I was like, no, no, I need to be watching it like at home. But I would come home after school and watch the trial. It was an insane time, I tell you. Hey, by the way, do you remember my car accident like 18 months ago? The cabbie that crashed into me at like 3.30 in the morning? I was like, there's no one else on the road and you've decided to crash into me. Anyways, they decided to try and fix it, right? Well, Mark's Auto Body, the body shop there, uh, they were great and have been waiting on a couple of parts all this time. They kept saying, we're phoning, we're checking. It's always back-ordered with Honda. Um, They finally uh, tell me, they're like, you know what? I don't even think they're making this part anymore. There's like 20 people on the back-order list for this. So anyways, SGI decides and agrees, you know what? So much time has gone by. Parts and labor have all gone up in price. It doesn't look like these parts are going to come in. You're supposed to get the work done within two years. So anyways, your vehicle is a total loss. So naturally, they try to hose me saying, uh, we want to pay out the value of the car at the time. But then they ask me for receipts of work I've done and then berate me for the kilometers that have now been put on since. And I'm like, but I thought it didn't matter since you were taking the value from like 18 months ago. No. Um, Anyways, the guy that I've been working with there, the adjuster has just had had it out for me. He's got a chip on his shoulder against me every time I've had to deal with him. I at one point even asked for his manager, his supervisor, and was talking to him because it's just we don't like each other. We'll say that much. So anyways, I'm car shopping. Once again, I have to say, and I wonder, where the hell are all you guys driving so much? I'll see a vehicle, and it'll be like, okay, a 2020, that's only three years old. I click on it, like 127,000 kilometers already, like WTF? Are you dropping off orders for Skip the Dishes in China or something? Like, how do you even drive that much? Like, in in a 24-hour day? I don't get it. What are you commuting to Manitoba on the daily basis. Anyways, I finally got myself a, uh, a nice Cherokee moving up a few years. It's not like brand new, but it's new to me. Uh, it seems like a great car. But now the big adjustment for me is 
and this is like a massive adjustment, again, showing how old I am, it doesn't have a CD player. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what do I got to, I got to listen to music like off my phone. I got to Bluetooth it in as though it's like 2030 already. <laughs> I'm still a CD guy for crying out loud. I had the CD visor. I almost might just put it, the CD visor in the car just because it feels naked without one. All right, and finally, let's get to the rant here because the Connor Bedard sweepstakes came to an end this past week. The draft lottery says he's off to Chicago, and I ain't down with that. <clears throat> here we go. Yeah, Connor, can you please pull an Eric Lindros and refuse to go to Chicago and sign in L.A., rather? Uh, legit, I think we have enough prospects. We could even make a pitch for him. We'll send Byfield, Turcotte, maybe another young roster player, a couple of picks. Hey? What do you say, Chicago? But please, don't let them rot in Chicago. They wrecked Kirby Doc there. I'll never forgive them for that. They drafted him too early. They played him too early. Not to mention their <clears throat> sexual abuse scandal. Why were they even allowed to be in that lotto? And need I remind you what a sham the entire draft lotto is. There's a reason they don't show you the bouncing balls on the TV. It's all pre-recorded, the whole thing. Because it's a sham. Batman and his cronies there? No way Chicago won that lotto except for Batman's interference. It's like the WWE. It's such a bunch of phony baloney. Bedard has no one to play with there. Everyone has gone. I saw how great he was this past year, getting to see him playing so much here in Saskatoon. And I want him in the black and silver of L.A. There, I just said that. Okay, time to go now. That's the end of the episode. <laughs>